Hi and welcome to StockInvest.us podcast for week 26. The big question is, will it be a good week like last week? Last week I told you I thought the markets would go up, that it would be a week of rebounds. And indeed it was Nasdaq up more than 7%. As I told you, I thought it would be 11,200, but Nasdaq actually ended at 11,600. And uh, even better, the trading tips, they were up 10% more or less, all of them, but one. I actually had to sell with a loss. Which one? We will get back to that. First, uh, as usual, we will uh, have to listen to the disclaimer. After that, I will give you a market insights for the week. What to expect? I will tell you exactly. Do I think the market will go up or down this week? Then we will run through a few analyses very quickly. Apple, Microsoft, Tesla, Bitcoin and Dogecoin. And at the very end, you will have this week's trading tips. But first, as I said, we have to listen to the disclaimer. Hello everyone. Welcome to the StockInvest.us weekly stock and crypto podcast. The podcast is hosted by StockInvest.us co-founder and Golden Star Signal inventor, Jim Stromberg, who has been actively trading since 1996. If you are watching us on YouTube, make sure to hit like and notification bell so you will be first to know when we post a new video. This podcast is also available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, and other audio sources. Ensure you listen to the entire podcast so you don't miss out on some key tips needed for this week's strategy. Welcome to StockInvest.us podcast. We remind you that trading involves a high risk of losing money, and that you should speak with a financial advisor before buying or selling any securities. You should not base your investment decision upon StockInvest.us. By using the information provided you agree and are held liable for your own investment decisions. Hopefully, this week's podcast will have a little bit better sound quality than last week, which was very awful. But yet again, I am uh, at the office. I'm not able to be in the studio to record as normal. But I brought a mic and hopefully it will be better. I do understand the people complaining last week about uh, the sound quality. But here is lesson number one. If all you do is focusing on problem, not the message, well, you are missing out some of the point. And this is also related to trading. Try to move away everything uh, that is just noise and focus on the real deal. Last week I told you it would, uh, in my opinion, would be a green week. I gave you 11,200 as an estimate for Nasdaq. Nasdaq went much better than that, ending at 11,607 points, up 7.49%. Dow Jones was up 5.39%. And it was rebounds across the line. Good tickets like Microsoft, all of them uh, went up. Even a little bit better than my target. My trading candidates, most of them gave 9-10%. And we will also get back to that. The question is, will this week be the same? That's the one thing that we will try to analyze. And uh, I will get a little bit ahead of conclusion. Because when we get to the trading tips, I will have less trading candidates uh, this week than last week. Last week I argued everything was oversold, everything was at the bottom of the trend. In my opinion it should react, the relative strength index was lost, everything uh, was in place for a uh, correction up and that you would have a lot of rebounds. That was why for the first time I had uh, so many trading tips uh, like last week, so many trades open. 
This week, uh, I will start to reduce the amount of training tips. Uh, I will give you uh, some reasoning uh, why. But if you're a new listener and you're listening either on uh, Spotify, Anchor, wherever you are, this podcast is also on YouTube. It will be released on YouTube one, two hours after released uh, on uh, Spotify. And you can see some charts and uh, even me uh, if you want. The thing uh, is that, uh, and also if you're a new listener, you have to understand the bigger picture to better time uh, the small picture. And even if you're just a day trader and you say that I don't care about the long market, well, if you expect a red market, how in God's name will you be able to do good trades if the market is red? Then I suggest, like I suggested last week, in a green market, you increase uh, uh, your trades. When you expect a red market, you reduce your trades and are much more selective. Overall, this podcast, more than 100 podcasts, more than two years, every single Monday I spend my time trying to help you doing one thing. Reduce your losses, increase your gains. And I've given you uh, many of the things that I use, many of the tools I use. And stop loss uh, is being one of them. And I will tell you when we get to the training tips how things just went for themselves using training stop loss. It's 30 degrees here in Vilnius. Uh, I have my kids visiting me. And uh, doing so, I don't want to spend all the time in front of the computer. And then stop loss is just the perfect tool, which I really recommend. But uh, let's get to the real deal. What can we expect for the week ahead of us? Last week, I told you there were no major fundamental news coming out. And that was a good thing because we know that fundamental news, they reflect the market. So what are the things this week? Well, this week, there will be more economic numbers. Uh, it will be consumer expenditure numbers uh, on Thursday, I think it is, uh, and different numbers during all week. But I don't expect any of these numbers to be any particular. They will just say the same thing. People are starting to uh, reduce their spendings. Inflation, all the inflation indicators are still uh, high. Uh, so there is nothing really new. The one thing that I think... Uh, will be uh, worse than the market expect is the job numbers on Thursday. And uh, again, you just have to listen to this podcast because I told you the Ukraine war would come. I told you inflation would come. Just go year back. Everything is there. Black and white. You can hear me say it. These things that will happen. And over the last, I don't know, three, four, five months, I've been telling you that now the job numbers, I, I believe I said that uh, from uh, May, you would see job numbers starts to weaken. And now I think that you will see they really start to weaken very, very fast. So this is number that you should keep an eye on. Uh, it's on Thursday. It's the job number. I think they will come in worse than expected. Very quickly, I'll give you a reason for this. Interest rates are going up. Inflation is extremely high. Profit is going down. There will be Q results this week coming. Uh, Keep an eye on them uh, because they will tell the same uh, story. Profit margins are going down. The companies, they they have to uh, be able to sell their goods. 
uh, and as consumer spendings go down the way to do it is to lower the selling price uh, meaning that you lower the the profit or uh, you don't increase your prices while the gross prices of your products increases so you get less profit anyway the profit is uh, eaten in most uh, companies so q results will also come this week and i think uh, job numbers q results they will tell the same thing we are heading for a recession uh, thursday for sure uh, might be that uh, thing that could in my opinion change the week so we had a very good week last week i had a quick look at markets at the indicators at news before uh, starting the podcast today everything is tells the same thing we are in a very good mood the market is in a very good mood and you can have a continuation early this week and i even read some uh, saying that oh now based on history we will have 25 percent rebounds uh, in the markets that may very well happen but you have to understand that the overall tendency in the markets everything is negative we are just moving up from the bottom of the trend it's such a natural reaction it doesn't say anything about markets uh, going to go up for the next three months so i uh, still advise uh, some caution and uh, again i will not do as many trading tips this week simply because i do not expect the week to be as good as last week we will uh, try to make a conclusion uh, what will happen in the week will it be a green uh, or a red week we use uh, some indicators i tell you a little bit about oil uh, the reason why i mentioned oil is because it's an instrument and i told you to buy oil shares uh, way way back and uh, for those following those uh, tips have really nice profit i think oil will continue up it had a little uh, wiggly week last week ending down two dollars to 108 dollars but i think oil will just continue uh, to go up and oil represent energy it also represents a huge parts uh, of the cost because uh, oil is used in so many products so uh, oil really really important uh, to keep an eye on if it starts to fall it will be super good for the markets exactly what we need but as long as oil is high the energy cost will be high which means that logistics uh, cost will be high i think it, if it was not last week it was uh, some weeks before i told you that the logistics cost will be very high and that will continue to push inflation up and i saw uh, a lot of people start to commentate on the same thing that our uh, logistic cost is very high we need to increase prices keeping the inflation up the other thing is gold uh, it's $1,839 as we speak down $6 from last week but um, I believe gold will go up to $2,500 but it will not happen anytime soon the reason because of this is because interest rates is going up when interest rates go up people start to save a little bit more money into the bank uh, and the the pressure on items like gold uh, goes down a little bit so unless uh, there will be more wars anything coming up you shouldn't see gold uh, move very fast anytime soon i am very well invested into gold uh, gold of course i won't go to go up but we have to be realistic uh, the one new conflict coming more and more up i already warned you about this a long long time ago after ukraine there will be the taiwan conflict 
keep that on your radar i don't think it will happen this summer but maybe uh, already in the fall we might see things starting to happen and the very last indicator before we start looking at the charts and signals uh, the 10-year treasury yield it fell 3.19 percent last week at 3.13 this is one very easy number to follow 10-year treasury yield because if it goes up you can export markets to go down that was uh, and has been true ever since i started to tell you uh, it was back when it was one as it goes up the market will go down has happened so far it will continue to happen until we reach that point where everything is baked into the expectations of the markets but uh, too much talking let's get uh, to the final conclusion there is no big fundamental news uh, i warned you last week that the ukraine conflict i think we will see more escalation it can come this week uh, that you have to be prepared for and anything real bad will shake the markets we are going to look at the chart uh, but very first analyzing uh, i think it's 38,000 tickers from these some 25 20, uh, 27,000 tickers are qualified we look at the amount of buy and sell signals across the board right now 19 uh, percent of the buy, uh, companies are giving buy signals is very good last week it was 12 i told you it's very very low and usually you get the reaction up 19 is starting to get high but it's not very high uh, uh, last time markets fell we were up at 24 to 26 so there is still room going to nasdaq it's only 21 percent buy signals very much up from last week which was down at nine an obvious obvious buy now it's 21 uh, the times uh, before when nasdaq's been turning it's been up even as high as 44 percent i think we had one time back but 21 is also starting to get to that place where things are not obvious new york stock exchange 16 percent buy signals and uh, in uh, across the world over in tokyo is 26 and chess in china remains very high at 46 percent so the amount of signals they are buy signals they are going up at some point there will be too many of them and we will head for a downturn normally if this was a rising trend the markets were going up you could expect buy signals to get as high as 40 maybe close to even 50. we saw that uh, last year when everything was green that the buy signals was pushed hard in a downturn market like we are now i would say that when we start to get up to the uh, high 20s we are already getting into a territory where we should expect things to go down still we are not there and that indicates that there might be room uh, for some upturn uh, this week but we will check the chart uh, to make a final uh, conclusion where is markets heading this week and uh, looking at the chart it uh, behaved exactly like i said it moved a little bit better i thought that the resistance around 11,200 would be where the market settled i think uh, if i remember correct i said that the high might be 11,600 and fall a little bit back now uh, the markets are facing some resistance uh, uh, all the way from 11,600 to 11,000 if it breaks 11,800 it should move very fast up to 12,000 where it faces next resistance resistance volume is uh, high but not very high for the market it can even move more up 
Relative strength index is moving uh, upwards, it's 44, it's, it's not very high uh, because uh, then you need to be uh, above 60, I would say. But markets have, and relative strength index, have turned at these levels uh, earlier. Trying to get to a conclusion where and what will happen this week. I think uh, we might have a positive start on the market. Uh, we are at the upper part of the trend and normally things can turn or should turn. I think we will see a break. I think that the market will be able to push upwards maybe to 12,000, but then I think it will be the end of this short-term upturn. The next acid test will be to uh, turn above previous bottom of 10,600. So if we are to get into a very nice fall, we want the following to happen. We have a natural reaction up. It continues, in my opinion, it continues to 12,000 uh, high. Then falls back. Hopefully it will turn again around 11,600 or 11,000 points and create a bottom higher than the previous. That's the one thing that we want. For the week as such, uh, I think uh, up in the first part of the week and sadly I believe it will go down by the end of the week. I know many one, uh, many says that it will be another 7% upturn this week. I hope they are correct. My gut feeling says that we will have a red week and uh, for that I am sorry. Uh, my reasoning is that we are in the upper part of the trend. The volume is getting high, it still has some uh, more to go. Uh, I think that will be taken out during the first two days, maybe even today, pushing markets over to 12,000, then starting uh, to fall. Maybe that will give us a good buying opportunity next week, I don't know. I don't see uh, the markets to fall very much this week. Uh, actually, I don't think it will be the low, uh, in my opinion, should be 11,200, while the high can be 12,000, ending the week somewhere around, let's say, 11,400, so just barely under uh, today's level. Enough uh, of that, uh, let's quickly run through uh, some tickers and get to the trading candidates. Which tickers am I trading this week? Where I'm trying to make the money? Will I make as much money as I did last week? Last week the tickers did better than I thought, but all went up. I had them up as well, except Tesla, which I thought uh, would struggle by the end of the week. Tesla did quite okay, ending at $732. For uh, Apple, and we'll start with Apple, go through Microsoft, Tesla, and then Bitcoin and Dogecoin. And for Apple, I said last week, I thought Apple would end at $137, going up from the previous week, but did $4 better than that, ending uh, above $141. 141.66 to be exact. Same thing happened with Microsoft, which also did better than I thought. We will uh, look at the chart uh, and I will tell you what I think will happen this week. Uh, and uh, again, uh, as I told you last week, the reason why uh, I uh, do these tickers uh, is because they will reflect, they will give you an idea about the overall market and what you can expect. And uh, Apple, of course, reflect uh, the markets very much in general, Apple being such a big company. 
And we see the same thing uh, like I just told you for uh, Nasdaq chart. It's in the upper part of the trend, faces lots and lots of resistance above. So any journey up here will be a struggle for Apple. In my opinion, it can push upwards to 145, maybe 147 on a good roll because it still can increase a little bit in volume relative string. The next is moving up just like for uh, Nasdaq. Has some more room, just but not much before it faces uh, very huge resistance between 145 and 150. If 150 is broken, it should move very fast upwards to 158, even 160 high. For Apple, I think uh, the following will happen. I think that we will go a little bit up, struggle with all the resistance and 145 to 150 could be 148 high uh, and then uh, start to fall. Volume will go up first part of the week, then fall and Apple will by the end of the week be very close to where it is today. I just have to take a qualified guess. Actually, I think it will fall. I will put a target for $138 uh, for Apple this week. Our system says uh, hold. Uh, I totally agree to this. Ride it as long as you can because it might go up to 150. I may be very off. I'm just telling you what I think. Moving uh, fast over to Microsoft and uh, Microsoft represent uh, also a white group. We see the same thing. We see a, a ticker that moved all the way to the top of the trend, got a bicycles from the shorter moving average, long term moving average. Volume is not record high. It can still go more up, follows the ticker nicely. All these things we want. Relative strength index is 48. It's not overbought by any means. Last time it was high was 51.72, like back in June around 9.10 it was 72 and then of course Microsoft fell uh, after that. There is room for more upturn and Microsoft may very well go up to $280 where it starts to face a lot of resistance between 280 to 90. So there is uh, some room for uh, more trading, uh, but I think it might be a bumpy ride. The very low uh, for the week, unless something very bad happens in the market, I think will be 265. So it will just be just under today's level. First part should be up, then it should start to fall back, move a little bit sideways. And as I said, end the week, in my uh, opinion, just below uh, today's target. I will just repeat something I said. What we want is, of course, that the next bottom is higher than the previous bottom, which was at $242. So that's what we want. We want uh, the stock when and if, and it will be when it reacts back, just to find a new bottom higher than the previous one. And what about uh, Tesla? Uh, looking at the chart, Actually, it's quite okay. It's quite nice. It's uh, moving within uh, what I would call a rectangle formation, where you have a bottom at 630. If this level is broken down, broken down, you should expect a very fast uh, fall downwards. At the top, it has uh, some resistance around 775, just above today's level. If that is broken, you can expect a very fast movement upwards. It is, in my opinion, actually showing signs to break that falling uh, trend. Uh, and uh, the typical natural reaction in these cases is moving up, then falling back towards the bottom of the trend. 
Relative strength index is 55, it's not high, it's not low, buy signals from short-term moving average, long-term moving average, the volume is not following the stock, indicating that it might struggle a little bit by the end of the week. Very little resistance between today's level and 850 is a huge trading room um, if you're lucky. In these cases, uh, you will uh, maybe take a bet, watch the stock carefully if you're lucky, it will have a super bounce upwards towards 850-ish and then fall back. It can also just turn from today's uh, level and then, uh, of course, uh, just continue down. If 628 is broken down, it will fall, as I said, very, very fast, at least $100 down. My guess for the week is that uh, Microsoft, uh, sorry, App, uh, Tesla will uh, do like Microsoft and Apple. It will go up in the first part of the week, then fall a little bit back. My guess it will end somewhere uh, where it is today could be a nice week for Tesla, hopefully it will be. My guess it will end the week at 700 and let's say, let's say $710, meaning that I think also Tesla will fall uh, during the week. Very quickly, uh, uh, run through Bitcoin and Dogecoin and uh, what we see in uh, Bitcoin is uh, behind the markets I would say of course you have the reaction up from the bottom of the trend now it's moving upwards it still has room to move upwards towards 25,000 points and I think that will happen it comes from very very low very very oversold market I think it should uh, push upwards to 25 where it again may fall downwards the main important thing now is staying above $19,000 because if $19,000 is broken down, Bitcoin may very fast fall to $10,000. We see these previous steps when it was uh, 40, I told you if it was broken, it will fall very fast to 30, happen. If uh, 20, 30 would be broken, it would fall uh, to 20. Sadly, that also happened. I'm back into Bitcoin, have to admit that. Uh, I think there might be some opportunities. At the same time, the trend is negative. And until this trend is broken, nothing is guaranteed. We are just trying to be ahead of markets. Uh, I wouldn't recommend that for anything else than uh, as a lottery ticket, because right now it's just a lottery ticket. There is nothing in this chart saying that uh, Bitcoin will go up to new heights anytime soon target for the week 24,000 and uh, very very quickly also a quick look at Dogecoin Dogecoin is moving up from the bottom of the trend more or less as expected starting to get a little bit high on relative strength index could turn around 9 just to continue downwards by single short-term moving average long-term moving average there should be some upside in uh, Dogecoin, but volume is very low, meaning that there's very little interest in Dogecoin right now. Personal guess is that uh, we'll see Dogecoin maybe crawl back up to $0.09 cents during the week. Then it's uh, time for the final part, the trading tips. So it's uh, the trading tips and last week I had five trades which I wanted to do. One was open, it was Sumerica, I told you I wanted to keep that one open, bought in week 21. 
And Sumedica uh, managed to gain a few percent last week. I bought it for uh, 22 uh, cents. Currently uh, trading at 25 cents, uh, up 13.68%. That uh, still uh, remains open because I think uh, Sumerica is one that can go uh, very fast to minimum 30 cents. So I'm still uh, keeping uh, Sumerica up. Should you buy it? Well, personally, I think that 25 cents is a good bargain. The company still has a lot of money on their bank account. And if the markets uh, continue up, I think that after you have the run in Tesla, Microsoft and all these companies, you will see some of these uh, penny shit stocks move uh, upwards and soon might be one. But it's a high risk candidate and you shouldn't trade it unless you are prepared to lose some money because that's the name of the game. But uh, it was one of the trading tips last week. I still keep it open and it's so far up 13.68%. What about uh, last week's trips? Well, I told you Mullen bore drilling and energizing and Chevron. That was the tips last week. And I wanted to get in uh, uh, on Monday. But the day started very, very good. And it became a hard struggle to trying to find the very low. And for the first time in many, many weeks, I was not able to feel very good about the buy. Usually uh, there are some tendencies you can follow by in uh, the market after half an hour after opening, because usually it could be a good low. I struggled uh, and uh, I just saw moon going up, up, up. Uh, and uh, it facing, starting to face that resistance at 150. I was hoping there would be a dip and I could get into Moon Chip, but I had to buy Moon at 148 dollars because, in my uh, guess, it would break the 150 and then move very fast upwards. Uh, so I bought Moon 148, put on a 5% trailing stop loss, and just moved on. Mullen just continued upwards. I think it went all the way up to 171 and then it fell uh, back and was closed at 162%. I think actually I was out having a swim because very good weather here in Vilnius right now. Uh, and it was Tuesday or something that Mullen was closed uh, in the evening, giving me 9.46%. So there you see again use uh, of trading stop loss. I could have gained 5% more. But as I've told you before, uh, being too busy uh, using trailing stop loss, perfect tool, especially in volatile markets like this, where you have huge swings. Board drilling had the same operation on Monday, trying to find in where to go because it was going faster than I wanted and thought. But I got in at board drilling at 5.53%, put on a trailing stop loss, let it run. It went up uh, just above six something. Uh, and uh, then started to fall and my stop was caught it at 606 giving 9.58% and then there is Energizes. Uh, I bought Energizes at 26.20 and there is the ticker we'll show you in the podcast if you watch it at YouTube and that one just continued up it didn't fall back it just moved slowly up all week and it's still open so far giving me 9.43 percent profit uh, and no matter what happens i will have minimum five percent profit in ener 
So, äh, Soup went up, Mühlen went up, Boy Drilling went up, both Mühlen and Boy Drilling was closed by stop loss. I don't run a stop loss in Sumedica right now, I give you the reason for that. Uh, Ener still open, uh, simply because it moved up, it didn't have that fall. The last ticker I bought was uh, Chevron CVX, because I saw huge opportunities in uh, Chevron. Didn't manage to keep the expectation, oil uh, had a little fall, Chevron fell a little bit more. I bought at 153, it went up maybe to 154, then starting to fall, and it was sold by stop loss at 146.86, giving a loss of 4.08%. But overall the week became very, very green. I did uh, exactly the same average as the markets did. I had uh, three tickers going up, one going down. All of them was 9, uh, 9.46, 9.58, 9.43. You can see it's more or less the same. And then I had to take that small loss in Chevron. Very good week. So what are the uh, training tips for this week? First off, uh, uh, again, it's uh, very warm here in Vilnius, it's very nice summer days, I have my kids visiting, even my sister is here this week, and I want to spend time with them, I don't want to trade, I don't want to watch the market. My opinion, as I told you in the market section, is that the market should start good this week, but I'm not sure about the last week, I have that feeling that it might be uh, ending red. Due to this, uh, I will not go like last week where I went into uh, a lot of companies. I have two tips which I will uh, trade uh, uh, today, uh, put my bets in and I will keep uh, Sumedica and Ener open, they are open and there is running on the trailing stop loss. Uh, so in total I will have four which is more uh, than enough. This is the first company that I will try to buy. Bore Drilling. Yes, I had it last week. We've been on several trades in Bore Drilling. Last week gave profit. I think I will be able to do the same thing uh, once again. And let's have a very quick look at the charts. And if we look at the charts, we can see uh, what I try to convey. It's in a rising trend. It's at the very bottom of the trend. No resistance between 560 and $6. Uh, indicates to me uh, that something will happen. The relative strength index is very not very low, but it's, it turned at 35. Last time it turned was uh, back in April, then at 36, continued upwards ever since. So we come from somewhat low relative strength index position. It can fall more, of course it can. Volume is showing a very interesting uh, reaction. Uh, Support found from uh, accumulated volume around today's level, but be aware there might be a fall to $5. Uh, you don't know for sure. This is uh, the risk. There is no guarantee. So here is what I want to do. I will uh, start just after this podcast. I will start to look at the pre-markets. I will start to uh, check where it might be... Uh, opening what I can expect for the day. I want to buy it as cheap as possible. I will try to hunt at least these 10% which I see 
available between 550 and 6 dollars in my opinion it can even move all the way up to 630 in a very nice uh, run buy signal long-term moving average sell signals from the short-term moving average but a little upturn and it will give buy signals from also the short term so board drilling is one of the trading candidates uh, that i will try uh, this week simply because i bought it several times we had several good trades in board drilling the other company is vendi and looking at the chart uh, you can see that it's coming up uh, nicely it has just given a huge buy signals from the relation between the short and the long-term moving average called a golden cross not a star but a cross here marked actually as a green cross is a huge buying uh, signal hopefully it will fall a little bit down maybe i can get it around 18 50 60 70 but not sure that will happen volume follows very nicely and i think it might be a slow grower during the week moving upwards to 20 or 21 dollars the reason uh, why I pick Wendy is because I think, if I'm correct, that uh, the markets may struggle a little bit uh, by the end of the week. I think this is one stock that can do good. In general, it also shows tendencies for the longer term. Here shown in the chart where you have uh, bottoms higher than the previous bottoms is always a good sign. It shows this uh, this will uh, to start break uh, the trend so also for a longer uh, term perspective i think that the risk is less and that's exactly what i want to do i reduce my uh, risk uh, a little bit simply because i'm not guaranteeing for a green big but still for uh, open trades and that uh, will be the end uh, of this week's podcast soon i will be back to normal recording studio uh, and uh, back to normality i hope you will have a good trading week there is such amount of oversold candidates which you still can trade there should be many many trading opportunities uh, this week i will end the podcast uh, with something i spoke about last week fifo and lifo first in last out or first in first out last in last out these things really matter here is a very classical pattern you did not get in last week simply because you have been losing money for months and months last week was a good week your friends your colleagues uh, even on reddit and different places started to talk oh such a good week i made 25 percent last week in a good stock because some stocks even did 50 60 70 percent it was a good week last week so now you decide to go into the market because now it might be good. In a volatile market, this is the one way that you, where you usually start to lose money. If you want uh, to make it in this market, you have to have that FIFO uh, attitude. First in, first out. You have to be a little bit aggressive. You have to try to organize your strategy, your thoughts, what will happen uh, this week will it be a good trading week place your bets uh, accordingly of course you can just play single uh, stocks but also single stocks will be affected by the overall uh, market so the tips 
uh, is, as I said, if you want to make it in this market, you have to get your attitude more towards first in, first out. You run uh, when it runs and you get out before it falls. Because, as I told you, the classical pattern is now we had a very, very strong week last week. Everyone expect maybe this week will be the same, another 7% because markets are very very uh, much down so maybe they will go to new all-time high usually it doesn't happen like that it goes in step so we had a very good last week could be a good week this week but then it will be a downturn hopefully it will be a short and it will be a new upturn but most people get into late get into the uh, last part of the upturn then head into the downturn selling their stock with losses in fear and just wasting a very good opportunity there is no guarantees that my trading tips will be uh, successful this week despite uh, so far the trading tips been doing very strong uh, it's not many weeks where this been red usually it's green it might very well be that i'm off this week and it will be a red week you don't know what you want to do is reduce your losses use stop loss and the other thing that you want to do is spend some time with friends family enjoy life Enjoy last part of summer because we're heading for the winter, of course, depending where you are. But we are heading for winter with energy crisis coming up. There will be a tough winter. I'm pretty sure about that. There will be nothing easy about the late fall for sure. But we will enjoy, we will make money as long as it lasts. And in the meantime, we will enjoy the sun, uh, the warmth and the summer. Until next week, have a good week. Bye.